Hey folks, welcome to the Green Root Podcast with Josh Schlossberg. I'm Josh Schlossberg, and the first question is, why am I doing this podcast? Well, that's a good question, and I've been asking myself the same one. There are so many environmental podcasts out there, why would I need to make yet another one talking about what, green issues, environmentalism, environmental activism, climate change, that kind of stuff? Well, the reason is because a lot of that has been pretty unsatisfying to me personally, and I'll get into a little bit more about who I am and why somebody like me would do a podcast like this, but I found that a lot of the discussion does not go to the root. So it goes so far and then it stops. And there are lots of different reasons for that. There are reasons such as, well, one's funding comes from a particular source and you don't want to bite the hand that feeds you. A lot of it is people just don't have an in-depth understanding of the issues and not to toot my own horn, but I feel like I've been a part of this movement for long enough that I'm seeing things beyond just the surface. I think it is just the way people are thinking these days, and I suppose it's always been that way, but there are different lenses through which we view the world, and a lot of the environmentalist lens is a limited lens. So it's a broader angle lens than not caring about the natural world, but there's a lens that goes a bit broader and it goes from just caring about these issues to really being able to impact them in a meaningful way. Because ultimately, let's be honest, the environmental movement has not been that successful. Over time, since what, if you wanna say from Earth Day in 1970 or even a little bit before that, Rachel Carson, Silent Spring before that, John Muir, and there had been a lot of talking about environmental issues, but really the modern day environmental movement started around the 70s when people started realizing, hey, we are harming the planet, we're degrading the natural systems which deserve to exist on their own and the creatures that live in them, but ultimately we're also impacting ourselves because we depend on the planet, and of course the reality is we are really the same thing as the planet, just one manifestation. So it's been great to say, hey, I care about these issues and let's raise awareness, right? And that's what's happened. There has been a lot more awareness and there have been a fair amount of efforts and some of which have been successful. We've reduced a lot of pop uh, pollution and other impactful things. We've become a little bit better about toxics and, and a lot of things across the board, but really, if you look at the whole big picture, we're not progressing. In fact, it's a race against time, and I'm not necessarily a doomsdayer, but we can't deny that there has been massive species extinction, that climate change is getting worse, that ocean acidification, topsoil reduction, depleting the aquifers, these are just a handful of the things. You know, We've talked a lot about the problems in the world too, and that's that's important as well. But we haven't really been able to come up with legitimate solutions. So we haven't really progressed very far. And if you're an environmentalist and you don't critique your own movement, I'm sorry, but that's part of the problem. And what's ironic is that critiquing the environmental movement from inside the environmental movement is not accepted. It's not tolerated. It's not really processed. It's taken as anti-environmental 
which is again a part of that limited lens. So there is, you know, anti-environmental or people who don't care about the environment. Then there are folks who start caring about the natural world and ecosystems. And then it's getting to the point where what can we actually do about it that's meaningful? That's what I'd like the Green Root podcast to get into. Some of those more meaningful steps. Sometimes they're just about awareness and consciousness. Sometimes it's about specific action. In fact, I'd like to see a lot of this tie into action. I think a lot of this is going to be me talking off the top of my head about various topics that I think about all the time, <laughs> just to purge myself of those thoughts. And because I've writing, I've been writing a lot, and writing takes a long time. You know, you try to get every sentence just perfect, and then you find a publisher and all that, or an editor publication. So podcasts, I can get out a topic a lot quicker and put it out into the world. And I will in a moment get into why I'm doing this all of a sudden. But yeah, this concept of we've not been succeeding as an environmental movement. We really need to rethink it. And there are a lot of folks who don't want to rethink it. And those folks are probably not going to be that interested in this podcast. And yeah, it's going to cut off a lot of potential audience, folks who just kind of want to talk about how everything's... It, it's weird because environmental movement, we're talking, oh, it's all terrible, but at the same time, not acknowledging, well, maybe because we're not doing a good enough job. A lot of other movements have been more successful in terms of social movements. A lot of social movements, even though there's still things that we need to improve upon, uh, across the board, we've really been improving in those ways. And there's still tons of issues in equality and, and things like that. But there's been a progression and those movements can really pat themselves on the back to a certain degree. The environmental movement, I'm not sure we can do that. And at the same time, the environmental issues are more evident, right? In a lot of social issues, it's kind of subjective. It's up to opinion to decide if this is really how things are or not. But in terms of that tree was there, it's no longer there. That is unequivocal evidence that that tree is gone and then the impacts of that loss of that tree or the forest. So I would like to see more progression in terms of environmental issues. I'm not seeing a ton of these deep discussions out there. There are some for sure. And I think a lot of places that talk about environmental issues occasionally do stumble on this stuff. But I found a lot of these folks are very resistant to it. In fact, not only resistant, they are hostile towards it. So Folks who are drawn to the Green Root podcast might not be the majority of folks who call themselves environmentalists. But what I've learned is it's not about trying to reach every single person in the world. It's about reaching a select group. And maybe that select group are the folks who move things forward. So that's kind of the target audience, I suppose, of this. And I'm going to talk about issues myself, but I'm also going to bring on a lot of other folks. And many of those folks might share a lot of the same perspective. Some of them might only share a little bit of the perspective. And I also want to talk to folks who don't really share it much at all. So it might be maybe more mainstream environmentalists who have done a lot of good things. And we want to talk about that and maybe bring up one issue of discussion and maybe folks who aren't that into the environment or have a very view, different view of it, folks that we wouldn't call environmentalists, but maybe think that they are in a way. So having those discussions, not doing it in a confrontational way, getting to the issue, hearing what they have to say, understanding where they're coming from, and then having an honest dialogue. So I'm pretty opinionated, but at the same time, I'm not 
threatened by an opposing viewpoint. And I would say the only thing that really bugs me are the gatekeepers who have a conventional way of thinking and they won't let other ideas get out there. But of course, I mean, they don't see them as good ideas. So how are they going to? So that's why the Green Root Podcast exists.